Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for the last day of August in 2011. Wow, is this year flying by. Ford is giving us a hint of what its future designs will look like. Could this be the face of the new Ford Fusion? Meet the Evo's concept car, which is headed to the Frankfurt Auto Show. Notice how the lower trapezoidal grille has shrunk in size and how the main grille has taken on that shape. Another feature that jumps out is the very narrow slit-like LED headlamps and the glass-covered roof creates an almost unbroken greenhouse from the leading edge of the windshield to the trailing edge of the backlight. Flared fender wells and taut lines on the doors give the car a muscular look. Forget the fastback design and the gullwing doors. That's just eye candy for the auto show. Instead, study the main graphics because Ford is clearly signaling where it's taking the design of its future cars. And yes, here's yet another Frankfurt preview. The Land Rover DC100 concept is a modern take on the iconic Defender. The company has confirmed it is on track to start producing a new version of this rugged go-anywhere vehicle in 2015. The DC100 could fit the bill. Land Rover is playing things close to its vest. Other than a short press release, it hasn't released any more information on this truck, so stay tuned. But Audi sure is not shy in sharing what it has coming at Frankfurt. The German automaker plans to introduce four, yeah, four of its high-performance S-branded vehicles. The list includes hopped-up versions of the A6, both sedan and Avant variants, the A7, and the brand's flagship A8. These cars don't look terribly different from their more pedestrian counterparts, but there are significant changes where the sun don't shine. Tops on that list is a new 4-liter twin-turbocharged V8. In the S6 and 7, it delivers 420 horsepower, but in the 8, output is 512 ponies with an equally impressive 479 pound-feet of torque. 0 to 60 should take just 4.2 seconds. Paired with a 7-speed automatic, the new engine also features cylinder deactivation so it should be more fuel efficient than the V10 it replaces. But that's only if you can resist the temptation to let her rip. BMW is now testing autonomous vehicles on the highway. The company equipped a 5 Series with intelligent software and a number of vision and detection sensors. At the push of a button, this car can accelerate, brake, and pass slower cars at speeds of up to 130 kilometers an hour that's about 80 miles an hour. The company says the biggest challenge is getting the car to react properly when traffic is merging and exiting. BMW is now working to get the autonomous vehicle to deal with road construction sites, since not all of them are the same. I love this next story. A company called Voztech has come up with an innovative helmet to help emergency responders at the scene of a motorcycle crash. According to Gizmag, to put on the helmet, the rider opens a hinged back section and then tightens the helmet by clipping it down. Instead of a chin strap, the helmet features a chin cup 
which the company says makes it fit more snugly. In an accident, a latch at the top of the helmet allows the front portion to be removed so paramedics don't have to cut off the helmet to help save the rider. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Reducing exhaust emissions, airified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAerify.com. And now it's time for some of your feedback. John M. heard me say that no one I've met in the auto industry believes that electric cars are going to hit the very optimistic sales targets that some governments and analysts have predicted. He says, you are spot on with your insight on the EV study. Most automakers know firsthand that estimating sales and consumer responses is a crapshoot. Estimating sales volumes is an analysis managers are always reformulating to better prognosticate what no one can know for certain. It's akin to consulting a clairvoyant to play the lottery. John M., thanks for that feedback. You know, the only way I can see electric cars catching on in big numbers is if the Arab Spring turns into the Arab Nightmare and oil prices spiral out of control. But if oil prices stay anywhere close to $100 a barrel, EVs are going to have a hard time finding the millions of customers that some are predicting. John 787 thinks, we're too pro-Ford. He asks, why is it when Ford comes out with something new, this site raves about it when all Ford's doing is playing catch-up? I'm talking about the new Ford's 2-liter EcoBoost, better known to me as EcoBoast. VW and GM had EcoBoost equivalent years before Ford. John 787, you're right. Ford's not the first to use turbos with direct fuel injection or DCTs, but you're missing one ingredient. What makes Ford's application as good as it is, is the software that controls all this. It really is good, and that is what's allowing Ford to put this technology in big vehicles, like the Explorer, the Edge, and you watch, even the Lincoln MKT. So far, GM and VW have only put it in C-sized vehicles. D-Cars is puzzled why Porsche thinks it can take on Ferrari. He asks, Porsche wants in on Ferrari's market? Who are these people that buy these cars, and what's the size of the market for these expensive cars? It seems like VW has a lot of high-end brands. This is all about the BRIC countries, Brazil, Russia, India, and China. The market for high-end cars is skyrocketing thanks to those emerging markets. And besides, Porsche has the brand cachet to give Ferrari a run for its money. Jesse saw my interview with UAW Vice President Cindy Estrada on AutoLine this week, and he's hopping mad. Who does the UAW think they are? Please, go away already. You've screwed things up long enough. But that prompted Buzzard to weigh in. So Jesse, what exactly has the UAW screwed up? Is it getting people a good wage and benefits? Yeah, that's terrible. And you know, that is the dilemma the UAW is facing. How do you provide workers with a decent standard of living? At the same time, you keep the unionized car companies competitive with automakers who do not have unions or who have much lower labor costs. Hey, thanks for your letters and comments. We love reading those. And don't forget to join us tomorrow night for AutoLine After Hours when our guest will be Clay Dean, the head of advanced design at General Motors. We will be diving into the design details 
of the Cadillac CL concept car, which clearly signals the direction that Cadillac design will be going in the next few years. Join me and Peter DeLorenzo, that bodacious auto extremist, for the best insider information of what's going on in the world of automobiles. And that is the end of today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.